Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at MetalCloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the MetalCloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, MetalCloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of the Modern Jeeper Show. I will say one year we gave we gave everybody <laughs> um, the joke uh, scratchers. Oh, awesome. At the at the dinner table, they all bid it up. Everybody won a million dollars. It was a little bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> well, you do a... that now and somebody's going to get shot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially the The Modern Jeeper Show. The show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matson from Metal Cloak here. And welcome to episode number 196 of the Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps and Jeeping and Jeepers. Are we really hating on Christmas? Yes, well, sort of. After talking about weather and headaches, chiropractors and the Jade Table, we touch on the A2Z Overland Expo that happened last weekend and then dive directly into those things we hate about Christmas. It truly is a fun and interesting dive into what Christmas has become. Let us know what you hate and what you love about Christmas. And feel free to watch this episode at youtube.com slash moderncheaper. As always, we're extremely grateful to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Race Sign Wheels, Best Stop, Milestar Tires, Baja Designs, Rugged Radios, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Cloak. And friends, if you like this episode, we would be so grateful if you subscribed to the pod, told your friends about it, and gave us a nice review on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Now, sit back, relax with the cold one, and enjoy episode number 196 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Hey, but uh, please don't tell Santa about this episode, okay? Well, hey, Modern Jeepers, it's another episode of the Modern Jeeper Show with me, Madsen from Metal Cloak, and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, buddy. Hey, Rockstar Jeep Grill, Jesse. How's it going, Madsen? Good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> she is. I'm struggling today, but I'm good. Yeah, we, we um, so... Uh, as as the folks that are our, our followers and our listeners and whatnot, they know that last week we were at a, an Overland Expo in Arizona, and uh, it was nicer. Mm-hmm. You know, it was still fairly chilly. It was sixty degrees in Arizona, but it was nice. It was sunny. It was clear, and we came back through some snow. In fact, we um, we we did one of the things that I have. I always tell folks like, you know what? Take your time. Don't get tired. Just relax when you're making these long trips. And what we do, we saw a storm coming, which Sunday we bailed out of out of Bullhead City, Arizona, and we drove all the way home. We didn't get home till late, but we knew the storm was coming that that the Sierras have seen, that you guys have seen out there in Sac. Mm-hmm. It's snowing its brains out here in Western Slope, Colorado. 
the last two days. Yeah. 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 So we got home late, late night before last. And when the weather changes, this one gets that sinus pressure headache thing mm. going on pretty good. So and it's icky. Drugs. So. Drugs. I can drug myself to death. I have one <laughs> reserve migraine pill and until it gets bad and I can't function uh, anymore and I'm puking my brains out, then I'll take it. But yeah, I have to kind of suffer. Yeah, that sucks. Because I've taken all kinds of stuff and you can overdo it and oh, make yeah. it worse if you, you can make it worse. Well, and and a pseudoephedrine, you, a real pseudoephedrine, typically, you know, it, it, it dries out those sinus cavities mm -hmm. and relieves some of that pressure. But it also increases your heart rate and it makes your. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. No good. The problem is most of those drugs, they do have these side effects. You're trying to solve mm -hmm. one thing and you screw up with something else. And yeah. 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 You need to just, you know, you get rid of the pain in the head by like chopping off your pinky toe or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Definitely. That I mean, that's, 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 you know. <laughs> Well, she didn't or, get up with me this morning and she went to the chiropractor and the guy was like, you're a mess. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. She's like, yeah. yeah, everything's tightened up and stressed out. And uh -huh, well, that'll that's what doing. That's what sitting in a vehicle for 12 hours will do to you. So like this. Yeah. Well, like, so you need to you need the jade table. And I'll say the jade table because this this nutritionist that I go to up here and it's up in Rockland area. I went to him for two weeks did four sessions of this thing called Firefly. And Firefly is, it literally, they go through a testing system first where they check and they look at the resistance in your body. They actually, bite based on the resistance, they, they know particular uh, microbes and particular pathogens have certain resistance to them. So they do an analysis and say, you have 20 some odd pathogens in your body. And then they do these couple weeks of therapy with this heat, it's like 10 minutes. And it's this combination of heat and and red light therapy and some other stuff right in my region. I was doing this particularly for my gut. And at the end of the two weeks, we looked at it and like nine of the pathogens were no longer testing, right? So maybe cleared some stuff out. But I'm just trying to test different things to try to figure out how to help my gut issues. In the process of being there, they said, I said, hey, let me go try out your jade table. And what it is, is the table you lay on, it is literally made with jade within it. And it's mainly for your back. And it's just a section from the, your tailbone all up to your neck is, is laying on this little section. It sinks down a little bit. And then it goes through a scanning process. And I was there for 30 minutes and it does a scanning process where it starts and it will stop in areas and it'll start and stop in areas and start and stop in areas and go through and scan. And then it actually starts working it and it lifts your body up. I mean, if you're laying flat like this, and for our listeners, I'm just laying my hand flat and literally arching my hand completely up it raises you up four or five inches as it's going across your back. And it's doing a combination of heat therapy of like rollers, like you might get from a chiropractor traditionally and acupuncture, like little, little pins and needles. I can feel in the back, just how it's like little electrical sparks for acupuncture. And it's going all the way up and down. And I'm feeling this, I'm going, wow, this is kind of interesting. And just doing it is stretching it out. And then it gets to the bottom, like to my tailbone. And it stops. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Because it's done that before. It stops in a certain area for a little bit. And it keeps staying there. It's, a, it's actually kind of starting to hurt. Because I'm. It, it's like my butt is raised up. And I've got this, this, this uncomfortable square back. block under my back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting uncomfortable. I'm trying to move around. I'm wondering if this is broken. Like, did it stop there? I mean, it was like, I was like 8, 10 minutes at one location. 
And I finally kind of got up and, and just set off it and said, hey, guys, you know, it's, it's good. I'm done. And it was like, the well, the reason it stopped is because you have a lot of problems there and it focuses on those areas. So it was still doing a little bit of acupuncture. and I could still feel pringliness. And I could feel the, the heat and it was still working that area. I'll tell you, though, last week was the best week I've had for my gut in, in, in a long time. And, it, and I don't think it was just the firefly. I think it, I actually think that because of how how connected your spine is to everything else going in your body, especially your lower spine and your lower back related to your gut issues. There's actually, um, you know, there's there's nerves going through the spine that are related to your to your digestive problem, you know, issues and, and, and what you're trying to deal with. Of course, I'm sitting here fumbling over the words because I don't have the medical terminology to tell you all the specifics <laughs> about how it actually works. But so my PhD is in bullshit, just so you didn't know. Um, <laughs> it 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 literally felt, I felt great the rest of the week. And the only thing I could see that was different was that, like I really opened up whatever was going on in my back. But and that that is, it's just a fascinating machine. And unfortunately, it's not one that's common in various places because I don't know any other places mm -hmm. that have. Most chiropractors don't have it. Mm -hmm. But it is, I mean, just being able to open that up, like it just op it opens up all your system. Wow. Huh. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. It is. Uh, I'd be, um, yeah, I'd, you know, it's interesting. So she, in her um, session today, they do a, uh, is it an a scan? It's, it's a scan, a scan. Of, of where her vertebrae are at and that kind of thing. And personally, I've never gone to a chiropractor. I, I went to a holistic chiropractor a number of years ago. I've actually had back surgery. Mm. Um, I have a laminectomy where they notched my spine, made room for my sciatic nerve because I had herniated a disc, blah, blah, mm. blah. But I actually had a holistic chiropractor tell me that there was no way that I had messed up my back that I had no herniated discs. My problem was I wasn't drinking enough water. Well, two weeks later, I actually went and had an MRI and they were like, well, how are you even walking? Because you've herniated this disc and it slammed against your sciatic nerve. Anyway, so since then, I, I don't really necessarily believe in mm. chiropractic treatments because once you go, well, then you're just going to go and go and go. But it's interesting because she they would do this scan and she'd come home with this printout and it shows, you know, how how aligned you are, what changes have been made. And and she knows. I mean, she knows her own body. She she can tell when things are pulling a certain way or she's has those aches and pains. But it has gotten better over the past. <laughs> I don't know how long you've been going. Six, eight months. Yeah. And I when I was in Oklahoma, I went a lot, too. It was a determination of. Either I get surgery for my lower back issues as well as my fingers were going numb, my elbows were hurting, my neck was hurting. So what prompted me to go the first time was because some girl rear-ended me mm. pretty hard. I was at a stoplight and they weren't paying attention, just kept going. And at the time I wasn't feeling bad, but after three days I was hurting so bad and I would have major headaches and... So I went and saw a chiropractor and it's all in my neck. <clears throat> so to keep my neck aligned, it keeps my elbows, my fingers working because I do have some carpal tunnel going on. I have some arthritis from doing hair for so long that everything goes numb at night and I can't wake up and I'm just stiff and I hurt. Mm -hmm. So the chiropractor has helped me tremendously so I didn't have to get surgery because they wanted to 
move my ulnar nerves in my elbows because my hands were going numb and I had a lot of pain. And wow. they could have, I took an EMG test, was one of the most painful tests I've ever had in my life. It brought me tears and I'm pretty tough, but it, it hurt, but I was hurting. So the EMG test came back. No, you don't need any surgery right now. Eventually you might need surgery, but we don't. But my orthopedic surgeon was like, yeah, let's just do it anyway. And I was like, yeah, no, we're not. It's wow. going to put me down for how long I've heard, you know, good, bad, good, bad, the ugly of having carpal tunnel syndrome, all kinds of surgery. And I just didn't feel like that was where I was at. So I went to the chiropractor and ever since then, everything's great. My elbows don't hurt as long as I keep everything straight. I have a special pillow I lay on to keep my neck lined and everything is great. Um, but I quit going when I moved here and then things were getting bad again. Wow. So, yeah. Well, you know, we went to SEMA <clears throat> and I feel like Tesla took complete advantage of this whole carpool tunnel thing. Um <laughs> Because, oh goodness! <laughs> because they, they, they well, on that note, I and, needed that um, laugh. He needs to. Make that was that. That's funny. That's funny. Dad joke book. I mean, they have a carpool tunnel. <laughs> they just do. It's weird. They do. They do. They do. Yes. Wow. Well, on that note, <laughs> how was so? How was A to Z? A to Z was was good. You know, I mean. um so we'll back up a little bit. Uh, first year event, which typically we don't um, necessarily make an effort. You know, we didn't have anything going on this last time, this last couple of weeks. And so A to Z Overland uh, turned out that's that's uh, it's a, a NITO sponsored event. Our, our, our friend Mel with Off-Road Evolution and, and some of his, his partners uh, put together this event. You know what? I, I actually learned a lot. I didn't realize that, that Mel was actually in Bullhead City, Arizona. He's super familiar with the area. And it's been a number of years since he and I have had actually had a chance to, to chat. But the event itself was kind of a test run, if you will. We, they, they, it was a good event. As far as an overland event, I, you know, we went representing um, Adventure Rack Systems, ARS, our, our rack brand. Uh, subset of Metal Cloak, and we went specifically as representatives for ARS. We were the only overland Landing. folks that were actually there. And um, <laughs> to, we were busy. To, you know, you throw the word overland out there, and you're going to attract that certain set of group, uh, that certain group of, of people who are looking for, I don't know, uh, camping experiences. And, and there was a handful of vendors there, a couple handfuls, maybe 10 total lights and you know your 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 typical swag type of items but jesse and i showed up with the gladiator and her jl funshine with all of our ars stuff all of our camping gear and literally where mel put us was right in the front of the the expo so we had a lot of traffic and we had a lot of really good conversations people are are still finding out who ARS is and finding out even who Metal Cloak is. And, and that kind of blown, blows us away. I understand that's an area where we don't spend a lot of time and it was a kind of a different group, but I think the people had a really good time. I know that Mel wants to grow that event and it, it, they, uh, Nitto is, is signed on as, as, as making an effort. 
the 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 main day Saturday, he actually had a um, uh, a dry erase board with a, a few GPS coordinates, and people went out and and to see if they could find where these GPS coordinates were, and 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 go out to some trails. Well, the issue that for with that from a vendor perspective is then from ten to about three thirty or four on the main day. There, people are all out exploring and finding these GPS coordinates. Once they came back, then you know we were we were kind of had we had stuff to do again. So again, I think as a test run, it was a success. Um, what a neat area! During when I was my first year of college, my grandparents used to live in Lake Havasu City, and I did some work for McCulloch Chainsaws down in Lake Havasu. And I really hadn't been back into that Bullhead Laughlin area for like thirty years, twenty five oh, wow. years. That area is, it's really grown. There's a bunch of stuff down there. And talking to Mel a little bit, there's a whole bunch of trails. There's some really cool stuff, some really interesting rock formations and that kind of thing. It's interesting. You know, the Colorado River runs through there um, out of, after it gets through Lake Mead and whatnot. And there's some, some homes along there where their docks are literally a hundred yards from the water. Yeah, so the the water I think is is going to continue to be an issue. But um, while we were there this weekend, mm-hmm. there was a there was a couple of um, off road races, races going on yeah. um, around Bullhead really? City. There was at wow. least two that I know of. There was a snore race, I think. A in, snore race in Bullhead, the river. bridge the river, and all kinds of stuff. So we saw again, a lot of racers. A lot, lot. of a lot of racers. Um, oh. Busy weekend. Cool area. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, it's so good. So you think it'll, the event's going to grow? I, I think that's the goal. And I mean, it, it seems like this time of year is was kind of hard because it wasn't very, wasn't really warm. Um, so, you know, for us to be outside 58, 60 degrees, um, it's kind of hard if, the, if there's any kind of weather at all. Uh, I think the dates will probably change a little bit. Mel was talking about a little bit, maybe having this event before SEMA. Um, next year or something like that. Yeah, so that people the, could the advantage enjoy of being in December is there wasn't much else going on. I mean, exactly. You're going mean, to start to overlap into other it. things. Yeah. Yes. I mean, listen, we just finished producing the the Modern Shipper calendar, which yes. got the printer right now. It comes back on Monday. Um, start shipping out, and it, it's 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 hard. There's a lot of overlapping, and there's some weekends you're going like, okay, I have no more room. Like, right. There's so and many there's a whole lot of there. months in there where there's nothing going on for back-to-back weekends. And you kind of go, hey, maybe some of these coordinators really need to step back and take a look at And I get it. it we should it send all the coordinators the calendar and say, here, use this calendar to plan yourself. Right, right. <laughs> they need to take a look at it, though, and, and understand where other – if their goal is to have big-name vendors and stuff like that, it's a, it's a hard pull. I mean, we have really – we've got like four – main events that pull us back and forth across the country. We've got Jeep Beach in Daytona. We have uh, Pigeon Forge in, in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, the, the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. We've got Moab Easter Jeep Safari. You know, we Trail Heroes become a, a big event out in San Hollow. So Huge really event. there's there's two east, two west, and everything kind of needs to evolve around mm-hmm. those. And some coordinators get it. They do a good job. But some don't. I mean, it's, and it's hard. You can't throw it, even for our own modern Jeep or adventures, which registration is up. 
And um, for for a number of the events, in fact, what have I been doing today? Well, this is our, that's right, commercial Perfect. use permit. Nice. I got to go on a side note here because we have really good relationships in, in working with the Park Service, working with our local BLM, our Forest Service. I'm curious from our followers, when you sign up for an event and you go out on a trip, do you care? Do you actually look at your coordinator or your event um, leader and say, hey, man, you got a permit? Because I guarantee you that nine times out of 10, unless it's a, a big event, we're insured. We, we do things the right way. Um, it doesn't take a lot. And I've talked about this in the past. It doesn't take a lot to, to play well with others and do things the right way. And you have to be permitted to go in the state parks. I did read an article today that I don't remember what state park it was, but a man took a group hiking in a state park and somebody fell off a cliff and died. Now they're suing the guide and the park is suing the guide because he had no permits. Yeah. And you're, that's a big no, no. Wow. Yeah. Well, and it's getting increasingly though. So that way, even if you're just an individual, like you, you know, mm-hmm. used to be there were a handful of places you had to have a permit to go on Pacific Crest Jail being one of them. And that's primarily because they wanted to know where you're at. Like they wanted to have tracking to know that, Hey, you're out on a trail. And you know, a lot of times their trailheads have a little box and you should fill it out. And it wasn't necessarily a paid permit, but it's like, I, I'm going on the trail. Here's my information. You know, I'm leaving on this day, planning to come back this day. Right. Now it's the point where there's such a population that you have to do. You just have to have it. You know, one of these days we're going to have to do a, an episode on, you know, nine reasons why I hate hiking or why I hate <laughs> going outdoors. Right. Cause it's just because of this, it's like, and it, part of it's the permitting and the people that are there that aren't permitted. And then, you know, getting stopped by Rangers all the time, because that's their job now. Their job's not to say, hey, how you, oh, yeah, go over there. There's a great campsite over there. You should go play. Their job, now you walk by, you say hi to the guy. Like, hey, how you doing? Good. And two feet, you walk two feet past. He goes, hey, do you have your permit? Yeah, wait, what? Yeah, wait. I Let me get what? back here and get it from my back system here where I had it tucked away so I can show you my permit. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was a, so I, I mean, I, I get it. You know, this is a, um, this is going to be 2023. Um, we, we are in this paper push kind mm-hmm. of, there's a lot of bureaucracy behind it all, but you know what? Yeah. We, we bureaucracy. fill out the forms. Bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. I believe in bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. You know, I just was, there was an article that um, I got in an email the other day about uh, an environmental group suing the forest service for putting out forest fires. Oh, you know, wow. this is the world we live in now, right? Where right. the 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 they they're claiming that the fire retardant that the Forest Service is using, which was seven hundred and sixty thousand gallons of flame retardant uh, to put out this fire, is actually being uh, it's catastrophic for the environment and it's polluting uh, water resources and things like that. Well, here's the problem, folks. You want to put the fire out and let your house burn? Or do you want to, now, now you're going to sue the Forest Service. That's great. So guess what this does? It just ties up all these resources in these legal battles. And guess where the funding comes from? That's all of us. Right. Like, well, wait a minute. I, I didn't sign up to, to spend money on defending. We don't get to choose what we defend and what we not. We, well, we don't and a lot defend. of times these organizations are, they're reactive to that. I mean, a, a lawsuit mm-hmm. happens, suddenly some bureaucrat someplace says, well, we better start looking for a better solution. You know, and then, right. or, or, 
Or, well, let's go back, you know, it's watching an episode of Yellowstone and as and there's a big fire up in the mountains. You know, and the environmentalist walks over and says, Well, isn't anybody gonna do about that? Like, no, no, there's just there's it's just gonna burn and 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 God'll take care of it. Well, what do you mean God'll take care of it? Well, it'll rain. God brings rain. Well, no, 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 Mother Nature brings rain. Well, that's what I said. And I was like, that's the interaction between the, the, the environmentalist and the cowboy. Cowboy's like, is it just, it's going to burn. Eventually it'll get put out. Rain will come and put it out. And the environmentalist, who is the environmentalist, is sitting there going, well, wait a second. Isn't anybody going to try to put it out? No. Just, no. Well, but my, but my house is right over there. Um, wow. Why did you yeah. build there? Right. Mm. Why did you build there? It's it's an interesting <clears throat> thing. I mean, I I, I kind of get it. You know, we're we're in a situation where we all want to point a finger. Uh, you know, Jeep has is now recalling a bunch of four by E's because of software issues. The engine could just shut off unexpectedly. Uh, Sixty three thousand Jeeps are under this recall. And then this morning, I see where one point. What's my number? One point. Five no, one point four million rams are being recalled because the tailgate could just open without any warning. You know, I, I remember back when we didn't have a lot of these systems in place. Um, we didn't have a lot of I don't know safety features. I guess is the best way to put it. To where we didn't take our jeeps back to go. Hey, this doesn't work. My tailgate just opened unexpectedly. Well, how how would that even happen? There must be some sort of a mechanism that you can remotely actuate your tailgate to open. I'm sorry, are we that lazy? We can't pull the little handle and just open the tailgate? No, I have to have it on a remote control or well, software you know, the thing feature. Was I paid an extra twelve thousand dollars to have that well, feature on SUVs. So right. I mean, it's 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 I paid I, I paid thousands of dollars extra to have another computer chip put inside of my rig. So I want it taken care mm-hmm. of. I need right. to function. I need to work. Yeah, it's funny you say that because we were watching Chitty Chitty Bang Bang with my kids. Nice. And their first question when they're seeing the kids in Chitty Chitty Bang is like, aren't they wearing seatbelts? <laughs> uh, no, no, they didn't worry about that back then. Like, how come they're standing up in the front seat? Uh, because they could do that back then. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah. everything about this show is wrong from the standpoint of what our current kids have to go through. And they're strapped into their seats and they got their five-point harness on right and they can't move and they gotta stay in the back seat can't be in the front seat can't move around us oh, you know all this and they're watching a couple of kids and dick van dyke driving a car with no seat belts and and uh and standing up and jumping around and looking at things and waving at stuff and you know it's like going like whoa what the heck happened to our life <laughs> well probably you know you realize that those shows will probably be have to be removed like you can't we can't show kids that that used to be the way because then we'll start questioning our future. Right. We, we can't question our future. No, no. Future? Future what? What did, um, it's a oh. Yogi Berra quote. Um, I'll probably mess it up. It's hard to predict. It's hard to make predictions, especially when they're in the future. <laughs> Something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yogi Berra. Yeah. So speaking about predictions, think about the future, think about things like, you know, uh, and things that, that it's going on right now, cause this is Christmas, right? And, right? and next week we're going to have our Christmas show guys, you know, be prepared for it. We'll have our Christmas show, have some friends on and we'll do the whole big thing and have some fun and, and spiked eggnog and everything else. And then next year we're going to have our 200th episode. 
Uh, it's actually it um the has been booked that day, two hundredth episode live. Is it the twelfth? So it is twelfth, January twelfth. So. That sounds right. It's on the um, it's the uh, we're gonna record it on the um, it, it'll it'll air it'll on the live. It's, yes. it's not. It's 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 live on the twelfth. We're not recording yes. it. It's live, 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 live. You like live. Like yes, it's big live on the twelfth. So that is like that's our two hundredth episode. But right now, damn it, we're getting ready for Christmas. And this is the part of the time of Christmas I don't like because it's the time getting ready for Christmas. It's like that Christmas is here, Christmas cheer, and they're just things that I don't like about Christmas. And we were talking, and we all have things we just don't like about Christmas. So what we should do is tell people what we don't like about Christmas. What do you think? I, I agree, and I, I have to preface this because <laughs> so for our listeners, Matt has sent me this email, and he's like, you know what, here's what I think we should do. Um, we should talk about the things we don't like about Christmas. And the last few days, I, I have been in this anti-negativity frame of mind, trying to <laughs> right. crawl out of my hole because this time of year seems to just, man, it, it feels like it's a ton of bricks uh, for a lot of folks. Um, and, 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 and I thought to myself, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to hate things about Christmas. And I was walking around the house this morning and I was telling Jesse, I'm like, only three. I can only have three things I don't like. Cause I was like, literally like, Oh, you know what else I don't like? I don't like, and I, yeah. So I kind of went off on a little of a side tangent, which also I, I got to throw out. It makes me remember from A to Z Overland. Uh, we actually had gone out for a drink after the show. And, um, you know, we, we'd kind of done this whole uh, in our minds about if the podcast, if we're reaching people, if we're having any effect at all, what does it mean? And uh, Jesse and I are, are, are meeting with our, our friend, Tim, a lot of people know him from when he used to represent uh, PSC, the steering uh, component company. He now works for a, a perform the uh, performance motoring group, PMG, I think mm -hmm. is the name of the company. Um, but he hauls a trailer. He is hauler driver on Instagram and whatnot. Anyways, Tim Blount. A lot of folks in the Carney, the Jeep industry world know him. Anyways, we go to this casino in the middle of Laughlin, Nevada, and mm -hmm. uh we're sitting at this bar and, and him and, and Jesse are, are sitting at the, the seats and I'm kind of standing behind them. There's, there's no seating. It's a busy place. And this guy from across the bar, I see him coming mm -hmm. over. He comes up to me <laughs> and he goes, and we're having this, you know, me, Tim and Jesse are having this conversation. And he says, Hey, I, sorry to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt. But I just wanted to say that I knew I recognized you and I love your podcast. We watch you guys every week. And it was just, we were like, what is <laughs> um, going on? You and the other 12 people. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was literally, it blew me away. And it was wow. so cool. And he introduced himself. And I can't remember his name, but it was, I was kind of like shocked. And I'm like, wow. So there is like the 13th guy out there that watches the <laughs> podcast and um, it was really cool. And it really, it made my whole night. Um, wow. It was really neat. And, and he, of course he, he was like, I just wanted to come over and say hi and, and tell you that we really enjoy what you guys do. And he, he took off. He had, a, he owned a concrete company. Mm -hmm. I remember that from his shirt. Um, oh, wow. But yeah, just, as a side note, kind of, sorry, it that, came to you my know, mind. You, you hear those little stories, you know, and it's like, and you know, we're not, it's not like our podcast is like trending number one or as big as, as, as our buddy right. Sean Holman's con, con podcast or any of the other ones that are out there. You know, we do pretty decent, but 
it's 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 fun to hear that that of all these random people in the world that there are people there that are actually like and hey they recognize you right that, that's, in, in that's Laughlin cool. Nevada at some uh Aquarius yes. casino or something where Tim uh-huh. was staying and we just happened to go down there and meet him for a for a drink after the show and and it was just it was just cool and that kind of stuff goes such a long way into how we how we go forward you know i mean yeah anyway yeah. Yeah, that's what that's do you hate cool. about Christmas? <laughs> well, now I don't know. Now I feel so like so bad about talking about things I hate about Christmas because I love people. You know, it's the best part of Christmas, right? It, that's right. I'll preface this saying that, that that I love people, but you know, I've been going through and kind of looking at mine, and I, I, we had each of you come up with three items, and um, and like you said, I think I, I gave like in just my samples of what three items I should do, I actually gave you like seven. <laughs> <laughs> I realized, yeah, right. boy, that's kind of sad. I was talking to Becker that here earlier, Scott Becker, one of our marketing media guys, saying, yeah, it was too easy for me to come up with like seven items that I hated <laughs> about Christmas. And it's not that I, it, it, let's say, I don't hate Christmas. I just hate certain things that Christmas is and Christmas has become. And my yep. number one thing that I hate about Christmas is toys and, and, because that's all Christmas has become. It has become yes. toys. I mean, Santa Claus is a toy maker. He's not like, a, you know, he doesn't do things to make the world better. He brings happiness to children with toys. Now, the other thing about it is that it's like everybody we know, like we have lots of friends and family, right? So all the friends and family want to get stuff from my kids. What do they get them? Toys. Like they, they don't think any deeper than like, well, what's the latest toy that he wants? What toys that he like? Well, right. you know, it's, it's not, I'm sure the kids now I'll take it, you know, obviously my kids, love toys when we were kids we loved getting toys my kids love getting their toys then they love destroying their toys because toys are not made for kids anymore <laughs> no. right no. one shot of a of a car going off the side of the dining room table and it lands and crashes and breaks in three pieces you know and these are monster trucks that are supposed to like be uh, but no it just my kids will destroy a toy in an afternoon. It's like dog. It's like back when they used to make dog toys that were just like you know the dog would chew it up in three bites, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now it's the same thing with toys. They just make them cheaper. The Tonka trucks are made of plastic, right? Everything is plastic. So for me, it's more toys. Now I got to find places to get rid of the toys that are already in there because they got more toys going to their rooms, more things for them not to put away, more things for them to break, more things for them to 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 throw at each other, more you know, more things for us to clean up, and it's all because of Christmas, right? And then there's the duplicative toys. Then there's the fighting that happens between them because of the toys. Ugh. So, you know, it, it got, it, and then there's the stepping on the toys and then there's the, you know, it, it's just, it just on and on because it's all about toys. And guess what? Christmas is about more than just toys. Wait, but what? But all of it, what? Huh? huh? Christmas <laughs> is more than, oh. So here, I'll give yeah. a little story. Like I asked my mom, my mom said, who lives in Florida, said, what should I, what should I give the kids for Christmas? I said, nothing. Like they don't need anything. Actually, why don't you do this? Why don't you send them some money? And then we'll take that money, go, and we'll each of them gets this equal amount, 10 bucks a piece, and we're going to go donate it someplace. So that's what she did. That's um, awesome. You know what? That's what we're doing. That's what I asked. Like, don't, it doesn't have to be toys. There's so much more you can do with Christmas, right? And yeah, you know, sometimes it's nice to get some clothes and some little things and that, and maybe something big. Like, I'm, we're going to get the, I'm going to get the kids one big thing this year each. And then there'll be some stupid stuff that goes with a stocking supper. But it's, that's like the number one thing for me is like, what does Christmas become? It's simply become a holiday for kids to get toys. I re- 
remember, you know, I remember being a kid and it was, it was a whole lifetime ago, but yeah, I remember, you know, you get that package of socks because, well, you needed socks and you're like, yeah, great. You right. know, but, but where's, where's the good stuff? Like I right. get it. Like I needed, to, but I mean, I, I think I have more memories of opening a card from somebody who wasn't even able to attend our, our family celebration mm-hmm. or whatever. And there'd be 10 bucks in it or five mm-hmm. bucks. And mm-hmm. that was like, Oh, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like now you do a gift card, right? Where, Oh, <laughs> great. great. So, <laughs> right. and if, Oh, and you used your gift card and what do you have left on it? $3 and 87 cents. And then that comp that you throw right. that, that card gets lost. The money making scheme. It's, it's again, it's like, wow. Um, and in some cases, you don't even get a card. In some cases, you get a folded up piece of paper that has Amazon printed on it. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, it's... yeah, congratulations. You've won. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one year we gave, we gave everybody um, the joke uh, scratchers. Oh, awesome. At the, at the dinner table, they all opened it up. Everybody won a million dollars. It was a little bit of a. <laughs> Well, it's you okay. do that now, and somebody's going to get shot, <laughs> right? <laughs> Especially the American. So, know, my, so what do you hate about Christmas, Corey? My, my my top thing is that you know what? The day after Halloween, that's when Christmas starts, right? <laughs> we all go to the stores, and the Christmas decorations are are out. Like, oh, do you have your tree yet? I'm sorry, it's the day. It's it is really November first. And what happened to Thanksgiving? No, no Thanksgiving, no turkeys. No, okay. So it's Costco Christmas was race. there before Halloween. Yeah, I, but you, go. I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt you. <laughs> no, I'm. That's. Uh, I I went into our local Home Depot here in Montrose, small town of Montrose, Colorado, and uh, literally they were gutting, you know, all of the spring stuff before Halloween. All the spring stuff has to go and it's time for Christmas lights and stuff before Halloween even. Like that's that's unfortunate. I mean, I get it. It's all about how much they can sell and and making sure they set new records for Black Friday and, and all of those things. But uh wow, guys, you know, maybe we could slow it down a little bit. Maybe wait till I don't know, the middle of November. Just a thought. Well, it's the death of tradition. And I think we see that all around. It's a death of tradition, right? Yeah, the tradition was you put up your your lights and everything right after Thanksgiving, and then and you leave them until like was it January sixth? Is that is that yeah. when you're supposed to like leave everything up, right? But yeah, anyway, yeah, I, I totally agree. Like you, you go in, walk into Costco. Costco has one rack of of Halloween costumes left, and everything else has been replaced by. Christmas trees and Christmas this and Christmas that. And you're like, mm-hmm. who in the, what is there like a race? Like, why don't, you know, there is a store in Sacramento. I don't even know if it's still around. There used to be a store. It was called, it was a Christmas store. Christmas mm-hmm. store. Yeah. It was open year round. Mm-hmm. And all the Christmas stuff. And it was all these things, beautiful things. And it was open year round. And it just had stuff. I think there's even a store in Lincoln city that has like a Santa sleigh. It's like a, there's a little strip mall in Lincoln city that looks like North pole. And Santa mm-hmm. Slay and all that kind of stuff. I've never actually been in little in the strip mall, but I imagine there must be some theme to all of that, right? But yeah, 
year round. You know, my, my mom would have loved that because when uh, there was a year when I was very small where um, we had a real Christmas tree in Southern California and she we left that Christmas tree up for a year and then till the following March. And I'll never forget, people would was come it still over brown? and... Uh, it was it was pretty brown. Yeah, the needles started to fall, but it she kept it watered. You know, it was in a little pot of water, and wow, and uh, it was a big tree. But I, I'll never forget. Like people come over and go, you know, it's June, right? <laughs> yeah, well, we're keeping it alive, keeping that Christmas spirit alive. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I've, I've I've left Christmas lights up all year. I mean, I've, yeah, I've actually, I, yeah. I've, mine are I've, mine are permanently attached to our fence. So. Yeah, no, I, I've I've left them up all year, where I've gone around and then realized that you know, uh, especially the ones on the balcony, like, and and then I actually went up there, took them off to put the new lights up because they had they were so cheap that they had faded from the oh, sun. Being all my, my, I had some at the fence that were they were blue, <laughs> and then uh, I think they've been up there for about six years, and they were like all white. Yeah, so, what about you, Jesse? What's your what's your top pick? Of hating Christmas things is that we have turned Christmas into a commercial debt. Mm -hmm. People shop and think that you that's all you get. People act hateful during Christmas because they didn't get something they wanted. I just think that it's commercialization. It it's sickening to me that that's all we feel like Christmas should be, and that's why all the products are on sale quicker because they want to see that money. Mm. And I and I think that the way I taught my kids growing up, and they absolutely hated it, but now they appreciate it. Is I said a hundred bucks. That's all you get. And I really some some years I couldn't afford nothing, you know. So I said a hundred bucks. Make your decision. Other than that, this is not what Christmas is about. And I would take them and we would go do things to give back, not mm. to just receive things. Right. And I think that people have lost what the real meaning of Christmas is. And I just think it's sad that we sit around and stress out about a holiday that should be gathering and giving back and waiting for the new year to come up and be happy. That's what I feel. I agree. Yeah, it's it is. It's gotten so much into that expectation mm-hmm. that there's a great amount of expectation for Christmas. It's an expectation yeah. of what is it? Isn't that saving? It's better to give than to receive. Exactly. Right. Right. And Another one of those traditions lost being that. lost. It's like, well, I want to receive it. Give it to me. Just give it to me. Right. And then people like, feel the need to go out and spend money they don't have. And then they're broke all year or they're in debt all year. And I just right. think it's silly. Well, a ninety percent interest credit card, you know that that uh, that hundred dollars you just paid to buy that little that toy for your kid just cost you, you know, three hundred dollars when it's all said and done yeah. and paid off. Yeah, but you can finance it. It's not yeah. about what it costs right now. <laughs> That's sad. It's You've seen sad. how many financing options are on on Amazon now? Yeah. Yes. Dude. Oh crap! Small I mean, they're working heavily with a firm. To do it too. Even Amazon has gone to the whole. You know, even after you've bought it, it says, "Hey, you could have saved a hundred dollars by applying for our credit card or whatever." They're right, like, right. "No, gosh, I really blew that." <laughs> when you're shopping, it's the same thing. Uh, you want a credit card? I'm like, got plenty. Thanks. Don't need yeah. another. Yep. 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 <sighs> yeah. It's it, it is is it's all about the money. It really yeah. is all about the money, right? But that's part of that kind of coincides with my next one, which is long lines. And this is a year round hate. Like I'm not a long line guy, right? There are some people in Japan when they see a long line outside of a store, 
they will actually stop and get into the long line because it must be popular and I'm going to go see what this popular thing is about. I see a long line outside of a store. I just keep walking. I see yeah. people waiting outside of a restaurant. Unless I'm with a, a group, like, you know, if we, if we go someplace and we're in a group, we'll wait. If, if I'm not in a group, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. not waiting 20 nope. minutes to go sit down and eat someplace. I'm going someplace. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, I just, it just, it's just, I don't want to spend those next 20 minutes sitting out there going, gee, I really hope that this restaurant's worth the 20 minutes I'm waiting. And and so that's the problem with with shopping. It's like the long lines. And that comes down to, like, I am the guy who, when I'm going by myself into a mall, which how often do you do that anymore? But you go into a mall, I will park in the other parking lot away from the mall that has plenty of parking spaces so I can walk to the mall. I'm not going to sit there. You get the person sitting there. And I love my Waiting. wife, but she's that person. She'll sit and wait and like wait for the for the person to you know, like, like well, what's happening. And then like somebody just goes and gets inside of their car and they're sitting there doing whatever they need to do to get ready to go. Maybe they're looking at their phone. Maybe they're putting some stuff away. Maybe they need to check a call real quick or whatever. And then they put it first. like, what's going on? Should I honk the horn? Should I go talk to them? Should I go? No, no. Like they're just doing what they need to do. Right. And like, you chose to stop and wait. Well, it's just, a, you know. And, and, and I, I won't do that. I mean, I just won't go through like searching a parking lot to the closest possible space. I'll park way out there and I'll walk. Mm-hmm. I just not going to do it. So I, the lines, you know what? Says- 2023 prediction. Here we go. The stores are going to incorporate things like the amusement parks do where, Oh, you should buy our express pass. Oh. You can go to the front of the line. You don't have to wait in line anymore. Oh, and we do and, that at Sam's. It, and Sa- it's awesome. Sam's Club. I you can it. walk along and you can scan the items with your phone. Uh-huh. And then when you're done, it goes you through just this hologram looking thing. You get the door. You go to the door, and the guy done. goes, Yep, here's your stuff, and no off scanning, you go. No really? them back in the car. Well, them you know, boxes, Walmart and Sam's has always been ahead of technology, but that's pretty awesome. Wow. I kind of like it. Well, the, the, I, you know, the bad part about this is, is that this is what, what we're so busy. We're so in busy. We're so busy. We're so important. I can't wait in line. I, I got to go. I got things to do that are way more important than standing with this bunch of yahoos in this line. So I have money. So I should get to go <laughs> to the front. Right. Right. Mm. I don't know what I think about it, but I, but well, I look, we're all stuff. prime members, right? Right. We yeah. all pay that extra you know, hundred million people a year paying um, extra, has a, extra 130 bucks a month, whatever it is now. Yeah. Walmart has a subscription service now. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, it's, it's, it, you know, it's kind of interesting because the, the, yeah, there's again, the lines. We have two Costco's within a region of our house. One's over here by the metal cloak. One's over by uh, the other side of our house. And one, the one over here in Ranch Cordova, I don't care how crowded the parking lot is, they're always fast. There's very little long lines. The other one always has long lines. Just a weird phenomenon. They just this one over here never has long lines. It's always one or two people in front of you. Never huh. five, six, seven, or eight. Even in the middle of Christmas, it's never going to be a huge long line. Hustlers. And it's so. just, it's just, it's it's awesome. So you know, it's the one you choose to go to. I avoid right. that stuff, but it's it gets so much worse because. People are expect, have expectations. They're pushing around. They're doing stuff. The kids now want to go with me to go shopping, right? Now, I will admit, I was used to be, before I had the kiddos and stuff, I will get, I've gone shopping at Christmas Eve. 
for my wife. <laughs> I was that just is the say. best time in the world yep. to go. And the cool thing is every other guy that's doing that, you look at each other, you get a little wink and a nod because you all yep. know. <laughs> you I was just going to say, I'm curious as how many of our listeners and whatnot still haven't done any shopping and they'll, they'll do it this weekend because isn't this next this weekend is the last weekend before, before Christmas. Christmas. Yep. Well, well there's kind of a Saturday. Yeah. So, it's yeah kind of, I mean, you got, there's you kind got, of you one more. Saturday shopping day. There's been a lot of shopping on Saturday. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and I, I always like, Oh, this is the weekend before you go by any store and there's a, the parking lot is packed because we're, that's, that's what we do. Right. Or right. this year, will it be, most people are going to shop online. I'm, I'm curious. Well, what's your next item, my friend? You know, uh, one of the things that that is always just kind of, I don't know, it, it's something that, um, you know, we wait all year long to do something nice for our friends and family or with our friends and family. We may not see our friends or family all year long, and we use Christmas as the excuse to, hey, we should get together. Now we should get together. What happened to, to August when nobody was doing anything and we were all bored? <laughs> No, 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 because I'm going to see your ugly mug at Christmas time, and I'm going to mm. hold out until then. And I'm not going to do anything for you either. I know you need a bunch of stuff. I know that March is kind of rough, and June kind of sucks, and nope, December. you got to wait till December. I'm, I know you need this gift that I'm going to get you. you got to wait till December. Like, why don't we do good things for people the rest of the year? What happened to the other 11 months? Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Well, you, know, we, you have to do that one time of the year. You don't have to do it the rest of the time. And we're very much things that have I me. Mean, Peer pressure. Yeah, it's, it's pressure. It's like, okay, fine. What the hell? I'll go meet with these people. Like, right. Yeah. yeah, I know I haven't seen you all year long. I guess I have to now. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> That's just wrong. Uh, man. You kind of threw the you kind of threw two things out there last time. You well, did, you it didn't. still goes back to the same. I hate long lines too. People have attitudes. Oh, attitude. attitude! Yeah, the Christmas, Christmas attitude. attitude. The Christmas attitude. Is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas. You know, I have enough attitude. attitude for everybody. Okay, so I don't need somebody trying to trip me up and get an attitude. <laughs> and especially within the stores, like I know you guys are working hard. I know you guys, you know, but and, and but don't have don't be working a store at retail and have an attitude. If you're like, that unhappy, you need to go find it somewhere else to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. You can go, go, you can go someplace else. Cause that's it. Even when we try, you know how <laughs> we like to bring Except- smiles to people and just a smile and try and have a conversation. Some of them are just like, Nope. They just look at you like, are no. you serious? I'm not having any of it. Like get out of my line, get out of my store. Yeah. Like, smile. Like- how you doing? Yep. Good. You know, and, and, and sanitude too. Like the Santa attitudes, right. You know, <laughs> Don't have a tube, man. No Santa tubes. You know, a, a pissed off Santa Claus is not any fun. <laughs> we have not we have not actually done Santa Claus with the kids yet this year. Yeah, uh, in the past we usually did it with a local light lighting ceremony that happened, but it was raining that day. I was like, we're not going to go there. We're not going to go be a part of the ceremony. In the past, I've also done because at one point I don't know if I know they still do it, but it's it's no it's so popular now. Bass Pro has a has a Santa. And it's like yeah. in, the, in the first year they brought them out, like we got out there and there was nobody knew about it. And now it's hugely popular. So it's like, yeah, lines, lines. Talk about lines. Mm-hmm. How about how, there's one thing having a line in a mall. It's another thing to have a line that goes 
through the aisles of the damn store. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm trying to do some shopping here. Excuse me. Excuse yeah, me. Right? Excuse me. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. The two, but no, don't have attitudes, right? Don't, don't be, 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 be nice. Don't, don't be mean. All right. Let's, new... let's hear your third. Okay. My third one. So I had another one, but yours kind of outweighs mine. It's a similar thing. Um, so we'll talk about that at it. I actually, I hate modern Christmas movies. Oh yeah, they are. You know, I mentioned earlier I I watched and this I just kind of came to realize that because I I'm introducing my kids to like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and the Never Ending Story, and the Christmas Story, right? Some classic, great classic movies. And they're funny and they're lighthearted and holiday. And you know, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is not really a Christmas movie, but it's still part of that genre and that era, Mm -hmm. right? And these are great stories with morals and lines and stuff. And then we're watching some of the newer ones. Like, and I, I, let's just, let's just take the Grinch. All right. Mm-hmm. So the Grinch Which cartoon one? was a 30 minute cartoon. It was, it, it hit on the points and it was fun. Yeah. Then, then Jim Carrey does mm-hmm. the Grinch. Right. And you start watching through it and it's like, what the hell is this movie? Right. Right. And it, it just go and it's, it just, it just kind of destroys to some degree to me the story and the beauty of it the kids like willy wonka again not a traditional christmas movie but still a movie of that genre and i try to get them not watch charlie and the chocolate factory the new one yeah. with johnny depp because i'm going no. what the hell is this right then, and, and i'm sorry home alone to some people may be a classic i'll let my Pretty kids watch that because somebody else like oh yeah my kids love it on uh, the amount of lines you jerk like that they that they repeat and stuff like that yeah i'm gonna fill you full of lead you little jerk right it's like it's it the stuff they're repeating and what they're learning i mean the the modern christmas movies i'm they just they, and then the ones about santa and santa claus and the santa chronicles and the you know and the well, i know the, everybody likes drunk santa yeah yeah right bad right? santa yeah, bad santa, santa. Bad santa yeah. right yeah. i mean and then, yeah, even that scene in, within within the Christmas story where the Santa up there is just this mean, ornery, like, you know, terrible Drunk. person. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. There's some great you know, fun and remember, joy as an adult. But for kids, I don't know that they really have great kids Christmas movies anymore. I, I remember as a kid, like, I used to look forward to Christmas time because, of course, you know, we're really old, too. So remember the Charlie Brown Christmas Brown and Christmas. Oh, yeah. and Frosty the Snowman and yes. Rudolph and if you look at them now that like old it was almost like claymation right mm-hmm, it was like mm-hmm. this Rudolph weird and, and Frosty animatronic yes. looking cartoon yeah, thing yeah but those stories were embedded in us and that's we looked forward like, to them yeah like the the narrative of Frosty the Snowman and like mm-hmm. I mean that kind of stuff was and I get it. I mean, I still li- I like Chevy Chase and I like Christmas Vacation, but it's not a kids movie. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no. And even like Jack Frost, like the Jack Frost movie, yeah. where they really kind of get into into fighting evil, right? You know, and then and then um, what was the one? Uh, There's a Guardians movie or whatever where it was Santa Claus and a bunch of others that that again they were guardians for. It was the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and these others like all. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's like. It, these the, the the just the general idea of a, of a movie that has a nice moral story and it's a simple one everything's yeah. so sophisticated now and it's part of our own senses are being overblown like i mean yes you, you know it, you can't have a you look at, at chitty chitty bang bang it's a great movie 
yeah. and it's simple except yeah, for a flying car but you know I and, agree. And the, I get it yeah yeah you know what's your number three so we and and we kind of played off of each other on this one but my dad and mm. my youngest uh brother uh Kevin both of their birthdays are on Christmas Eve I feel for you oh my god it's it's um <laughs> yeah and you know when I was a little bitty uh, I live with my mom and, and Christmas was, we, we did the majority of Christmas with family and stuff on Christmas Eve. Mm. But, uh, when I moved in when, and lived with my dad, um, that's his birthday was Christmas Eve. And so we've always had a birthday cake and Christmas is kind of, um, a subset, if you will. We do the majority of celebration and stuff on Christmas day. Yeah. And I, you know, it's kind of funny because it's not my birthday. Like, I can't imagine if it was my birthday and it's on Christmas Eve. Like that's a whole, how do you even go? How do you have parties on your kids? Like, Hey, right. and, and so literally my, and my, and we would have a birthday. It was a birthday party on the, the, the day before Christmas. Mm. Um, and then Christmas day was Christmas time, but to have some separation there, it's like, wow, we just opened presents last night. Nobody else did just you. Cause it's your birthday. And, here's your christmas gift right that that's kind of kind of sucks kind of it's kind of really difficult yeah i can imagine so i had i had a i had a friend who um who she she's she passed away last year but her birthday was christmas eve she threw her own christmas eve party every year and invited just a small group of people over and it was um and she do a crab feed she paid for everything She'd invite huh. people over and it was just a, it was a crab feed and it was just, and it was the way her, of her celebrating it. Right. And it was, it wasn't about Christmas. I mean, we was nice. We talked and stuff like that, but that's just what she wanted to do. So she did this little thing, family tradition with friends and stuff. And, and so she kind of tried to make it up with that. And it was only a small little group of people, but for me, I kind of have something similar, except it wasn't, I mean, I can't imagine Christmas Eve because that there is tradition to Christmas Eve, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing so much with Christmas Eve and you're getting ready for the next day. I remember being in Japan and doing Christmas Eve and then waking up the next morning and it's like Christmas was canceled because they don't really care about Christmas. It's just the parties in the night that matter. <laughs> but then, but my mom's birthday is on the 30th and she very specifically made it and this was why it was kind of one of my things is, is, is she made it very specific that her birthday is separate, which it sounds like your, your dad and your, your brother did as well. Their birthdays are separate. Like she, cause she unfortunately grew up with everybody giving her presents. Her Christmas present was her birthday present, right? Gotcha. It was combined. She, yeah. and so when she was an adult, when we were growing up, it was like, no, you, I'm having a separate birthday. Mm-hmm. Give me a separate birthday present. Give me something separate. Well, you and know, so- it's kind of a funny, like, it, do you, if, if let's just say, for example, you give them a $5 present for a birthday and a $5 present for Christmas. How about let's combine it and we'll get you a $10 present. And we'll call it for both. It's kind of lame to like, oh, and do you open it on Christmas Eve or Christmas day? And then go, yeah, that that's also your birthday present. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's, Thanks. That's, yeah. Right. Like, well, I only had a budget for this quarter, right? Now, if you had a yeah, birthday in the middle of the year, I had a different budget for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess if we all had birthdays around that same time, we could just wrap it all up into one and just be like, no, nope, this is it. We're having one party and you're done. Well, like I said earlier, like mm-hmm. just decide, like, when do you want to have kids, right? Like, when do you, do you want to have New Year's kids? Do you want to have Thanksgiving kids? Do you want to have, right? <laughs> you know, a friend of mine just had twins. And what was it? One was born 
One was born on Thanksgiving Day. They were twins, but and one hung around until the next day. So what it was like, literally like one was born, one was born Christmas and they had to do, I think they had to do a cesarean section to get the second one out. But so he, so literally these twins are born in almost, almost 24 hours apart. And one's on Thanksgiving and one's on the day after Thanksgiving. Now the way the calendar works is some of them are actually going to be like one day, one year, it'll be on Thanksgiving for him. One birth, you know, so they'll actually rotate, (laughs) rotate a little bit. Maybe we should do it with Christmas instead of being a specific day. It should just be like the the third Thursday of the month instead of, instead of the 25th. Right. I mean, then, then people can rotate and it's not always that way. I don't know. People are going to hate me for that, but yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Jesse, what's, what's your last one? I want to bring back the Christmas magic that used to be when we were kids. Mm. Like, I don't feel like we're there anymore. It goes back to the whole, it's nothing but bye, bye, bye. Mm. Cause we're getting it crammed down our throat constantly. I, I remember those were, I mean, I don't know about you. It was one of the fondest memories of our childhood. Right. And well, that would be, but see, now it's like being there anymore. Well, it's partly because it's being threatened too. There was some school, some little yeah. library district that, that they talked about the other day on Fox. It was, and it was like, this librarian had decided that they didn't want to have Christmas trees. They had everything else, all these other decorations, but they weren't going to have Christmas trees in their libraries. And there was a big uproar about it, right? Like, mm-hmm. come on, it's just a symbol. Like, you can have a menorah, you can have whatever else you want to celebrate. Anything it's a, just a Christmas tree. It's just a tree where people get up and decorate and mm-hmm. and the spirit of that. But even if you look around our neighborhoods, right? You know, one out of 10 houses has lights. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of gone bunch of big blow up stuff. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of giant blow up Santa Clauses and giant blown up reindeer and other stuff on the front porch. I just, it's, that's so, and I, I sit, I'll probably get vilified for that. Very, it's very white trash. It's like, it's, 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 it's very, it's really trailer park. I'm you know, sorry. There's a lot of, there's a lot of places though. I mean, I mean, even in Montrose, um, my, my friends, uh, Terry and Tanya Hawkins and their family, they have a, when you pull up in front of their house, like you turn your radio station into an FM channel mm. and it's, all of their lights are um, synchronized. synchronized to play with the music you and they, wow. they really and they did that for a lot of years. And I know a lot of people like you go by some of these places and you're just like, are you Ooh, kidding really? me? Wow. Right. But if right. that's what they if that's how they choose to to celebrate and it's it kind of brings everybody together. I like mm-hmm. I get it. We don't well, do that. It's like, like you've been out. You guys have come out with us and, and done the walk and the the, yeah, the, the yeah. street out there. You know, it does a little neighborhood yeah. thing with all the lights. And last yeah. year we drove through. There's another neighborhood out in Roseville that does it as a drive-through thing. And mm-hmm. it's it's fun when neighborhoods do that. Like that's a different yes. thing. But yes. But then but then I kind of look at that and go, is that more to Jesse's point? Right. Is that more to? Is that more just because there, it's a there are quite neighborhood a commercialization, or is it a? Is in it Oklahoma, really a celebration they, of Christmas? They also put on a canned food drive at the beginning and the entrance right, of these right. things, which I find is really nice. And these these communities get together and get everybody synced up in the neighborhood, and it's nice, and everybody's happy, and I think that's what Christmas should be about and not, again, gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> right. Well, and I, it's always just an excuse to be able to go into. Now, I've always wondered, like, if you move into a neighborhood like that, like, is there, is it part of the, of the disclosures? I think we talked about it. 
I think you and I talked about it in that subdivision where where we would go and walk through with with your family, and I'm sure that the the covenants probably state. Oh, by the way, if you buy in this house, you better because everybody in that whole cul-de-sac on that street participates. And mm. yeah, I think it's um I, I don't know it's such a weird it's such an odd time of year. You know, I mean we're I'm still we're watching it. I can't see a quarter mile out our window. It's snowing very hard. And it's not winter yet. Like, <laughs> wait, what do you mean? And people, I think we lose sight of the fact that it's, it's not winter. The, the first day of winter is the 21st of December. Like, we're not even, it's not winter yet. It's, it's so odd because you can, you would, you would always equate December with winter. Like, yes, I would always, like, oh, it's winter time. Yeah, yeah. October is fall. November is, is that in between. And December is winter. And then it's winter. And then yeah. January, I think February's beginning of spring, like some places, mm-hmm. right? It just, that's weird. That is so funny. I didn't even think about it. It's December 21st, mm-hmm. the beginning of winter. And then a few yeah, days later, four you days have- later is Christmas. And we're just in the beginning. We still have three months of that, though, the winter season. Right. You know, right. I mean, it, it's just, a, it's an odd thing for sure. It is odd. Who, who decided yeah. that? Yeah, I don't know. Mother like, Nature did this time. Yeah, Mother I, Nature, I hate Mother Nature. She came a little early. <laughs> <clears throat> I we need it so desperately. Need, need, need it. Yes. What would have happened if Santa, the Legend of Santa Claus, like came out of like Florida instead of the North Pole? Like, you know, <laughs> why, right. why, why, why is Santa? Why is Santa all about? You know, why cold. is Santa all about and, Christmas and cold and uh, and li- you know living in in cold places? Uh, did you ever see that movie? Um, uh, what was it called? Um, the Fat Man. You check it out. It's called it's called the Fat Man. It's um it's with um Mel Gibson, and he plays Santa okay. Claus. Okay. It's, it's 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 kind of badass. <laughs> Again, not a, I don't call it a Christmas movie because it's it's not meant for kids, uh, yeah. not at all. But I think it's called it, it's the, the Fat Man. Well, see now and now's the time of year everybody should be starting and and I've started mine. I'm I'm showing for our folks that aren't seeing the YouTube video. Uh, I've started my um, 2023 goals. I have I have none so far. Everyone but, should do this. But I, but I have a, a list. I have a blank list of 2023 goals. I have to think about those a little bit. You know, it is. Jesse had brought this up another uh, a couple of weeks ago, and she's like, "Why is it that we use the end of the year to signify that now we need to make a change?" Now we're going to start, we're going to lose weight, we're going to get in shape, we're going to not drink so much, we're going to be happier, we're going to do all these things differently. What if it was just like, I don't know, if we had an, like, why is December to January this changeover and it's a new year? What if we just decided to make those changes at some other point? Well, you know, we could be like a, like corporation, have to look at it quarterly. Yeah, there like you the go. End of your yeah. quarter, yeah, you, you look at the past quarter yep. and see what you're going to do next quarter, and how you're going to improve next quarter, right? Or, I actually this year I did it on my birthday because I usually oh, okay. do. But I usually do take a little like it's been kind of a tradition. Louisa and I give ourselves these little diaries, like little books or whatever, and I'll always go in and in the first few pages. I'm going to write down specific goals for myself, for my family, other stuff like that. And then at the end of the year, I look back and look at the entire blank empty book. Yep. And all the lists of things I put in that I didn't do anything of. And I just, and I do a new one. Right. So this year I did it on my, uh, I did it on the birthday. Like I did it my birthday as my, like, Oh, let's, you know, I, I just changed. Let's, let's make it a little bit arbitrary. Who the care, hell cares about New Year's Eve. You just make New Year's resolutions. That's fine. But might as well make my plan 
for my next year? What am I going to do when I'm 52? What am I going to do when I'm 53? What am I going to do when I'm 54, right? Yeah, I think maybe we should do it on tax day. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like it. Like, okay, well, I just made, I got rid of last year's <laughs> burden. And yeah. uh, now after the after April 15th, I'm a new guy. Right. <laughs> Starting over. So, hey, I want to share something. Um, I just got this in the shipment today. So very shout out to our friends at Summit Custom 4x4 in Prescott, Arizona. Uh, and Jesse out there, they sent this cool laminated, nice. like it, it's a, it, it's got, it looks like it's got the metal cloak, like the metal cloak decals mm -hmm. from our decal sheet on it, yep. along with their logo. Um, and it's just this, I mean, you can see the the beautiful finish on this, That's right? Awesome. It comes with a straw, all this, got a nice little card from them, but uh big shout out to them. Just received that today. And of course, first thing Aaron walks in here and goes, well, how did you get did one? Get like, where's mine? Was it, was it addressed yeah. to Metal Cloak or to you? I said, it was It was addressed to me. <laughs> so, so shout out to Jesse. Thank you so much. I got to give you a call and say thank you. But yeah, very cool. This is, it's this custom. It was from. Hog. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, Hog. Yeah, from Hog. Um, yeah, boom, right there. Nice. Um, it was pretty cool. Um, I was, I was, um, I got that. I was pretty impressed with this. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Well, I'm going to give a shout out to um, our friends uh, at, uh, well, our Bleep and Jeep, um, our buddy Matt. Mm. He uh, he had sent us a credit card, <laughs> or I mean a credit card, a Christmas card <laughs> that uh, we got today, and uh, pretty pretty cool Christmas card. Uh, That's Matt awesome. At Bleep and Jeep. If you've not seen any of Matt at Bleep and Jeep's videos, they're um, Yeah, check him out for sure. Um, he's a, that's a he's a cool guy. Cool guy, great and card. On the... And then the the back is. Uh, Oh, nice. Nice. I like it. He does yeah. some pretty cool stuff. So, yeah, there's a, there is a new movie, a Christmas story Christmas. I haven't watched it yet, but apparently it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like a, it's a story about the Christmas story or, or I don't know, but it all is, grown uh, up, isn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't he's all grown up. Making a new one here. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, then I also, by the way, other thing for an Oklahoma girl, mm -hmm. have you watched Tulsa King yet? I was just uh, somebody had said I got a thing about um, shows you should watch on Netflix, and Tulsa King came up. Yep, so Tulsa King, uh, Sylvester Stallone in a TV series. Mm -hmm. Essentially, it's really good. He plays a huh. mob boss who is basically ostracized to Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma, yep. and so it's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Uh, we'll have to check it out. Kind of gotten into it. Nice. And of course, you know, Sylvester he just he just you know he just can't get wrong doing it. And then he, when he's playing a mob boss, all dressed up to the nine be and, nice again yeah he's, <laughs> he's uh, selling stuff yeah he's good he's good awesome awesome all right well hey modern jeepers thanks for joining us it's been another great episode what do you guys got going on the rest of I me mean, and we just nothing really nice for the year just getting ready and getting wrapped we up are christmas we are gonna go try and and uh visit her kids since we mm. don't get a whole lot of opportunities to do that so um yeah, I don't know how watching it snow right it's now, kind of thinking, hey, out. let's go for a drive. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got a four by four. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we're going to go um, do some family visits. And then, of course, we'll um, my, my folks are here locally. We'll go back up and, and see my dad on his birthday and uh, my brother and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, it's we'll um, we'll get to see everybody, though, uh, again in a week here when we. Uh, when we do our Christmas podcast. So yep, yep. So we are, we are in the middle of, I, I spent eight hours, like about eight hours yesterday going through emails. 
and and literally mm-hmm. trying to get back on top of of stuff. So you have a lot of planning, a lot of a lot, lot of twenty twenty three stuff, yeah. a lot of trying to get back on 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 the uh, I don't know on that whole planning wagon and and kind of go where okay what's what what are our goals what are we doing next year and that kind of stuff. So yeah, we've been we've been busy. You know, we we just got back from this expo and now it's unloading and packing. We got to wrap a mm-hmm. truck. We got to wrap a jeep. We got things. We got stuff. We got a new generator on the CTI trailer. We got all kinds of stuff lots of things lots of things well cool 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 we're gonna try to spend christmas in in uh, lincoln city this year but um i'm not sure i'm not sure it all depends on on weather because you know my my wife i love her but she doesn't want to go over siskiyou summit in a minivan um i don't blame her you know if it's snowing and icy and requiring chains which i i I don't want to drive it either so yeah right if 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 it's bad we'll stay home if it's good Mm -hmm. we'll go and if we get stuck on that side so be it. I mean, that's the hardest <laughs> thing about here is if yeah. we can just get if we can get a hundred miles around us, if we can get beyond that, we're fine. Um, it's getting just there that, that first hundred miles. miles. That's, a, that's, a, that's a long way, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, our modern Jeepers, thanks for joining us for another great episode of the Modern Jeepers Show. I hope you enjoyed our nine things we hate about Christmas. I know I did, and we also love Christmas. And there's there's a thousand reasons why we love it too. So yeah. maybe we'll talk about those in next week's episode with our friends that'll be joining us for the, the annual Christmas episode. And then, like I said, mark your calendars for the live show on January 12th, our 200th episode. We'll have girls and singing and dancing and live music and parties and raffle prizes, not at the show, but those will, those will they'll be somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, say, in my mind. Like, that'd be somewhere. <laughs> Maybe I'll get them to just put them in the background. You know, we'll be green screening it. So we'll have girls dancing in the background, big party uh-huh. going on <laughs> that we're not a part of. All right, Modern Jeepers, thanks for joining us again. And uh, anything else you want to join? Anything else you want to say? We're good, we buddy. Up? All right. We'll see you guys on the trails. Cheers. See ya. This podcast will self destruct in five, four, three, two, one.